Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 320, Taking the Plunge. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. I'm Daryl Darnell. We downloaded Tetris for our Xbox over the weekend and had a whole lot of fun playing it. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I'm going to share some lessons I learned from a water slide. Yes, that's right, a water slide. And there's some pretty interesting things that I learned from a water slide last week. But before I get into that, today's fun fact. And because we had some great fun as a family playing Tetris over the weekend, here are some Tetris facts for you. Tetris got its name from the portmanteau of the Greek word tetra, meaning four, because of the four-celled tetraminos, and tennis, which is the creator's favorite sport. So there you have Tetris. And according to the Guinness Book of World Records, Tetris is the most ported game in history, appearing on 65 different platforms. I didn't even know 65 platforms existed. That's crazy. I can remember playing it on my Game Boy, the original Game Boy, for hours and hours and hours. And let me tell you, that time I spent playing Tetris definitely paid off this weekend as I dominated, dominated the Tetris competition that we had. It wasn't even close, but I digress. Uh, Fact number three, when a person spends a lot of time doing a pattern-based activity, They start unconsciously thinking and dreaming about the activity. This phenomenon has been dubbed the Tetris effect. And finally, a Plymouth University study found that playing Tetris can help you lose weight, cut back on drinking, or quit smoking. So there you go. I think I'm just going to start playing Tetris now instead of swimming or jogging or any of that other crap that we refer to as exercise, I'm going to tetricize. <laughs> I just made that up on the spot. Man, I cracked myself up. It's sad when you laugh at your own jokes. I know, but I do. Okay. Well, happy Monday to you. Hopefully, your Monday is so good that you are laughing at your own jokes just like I am right now. Well, let's get into today's episode and lessons learned from a water slide. You know, every kid loves spending time in the swimming pool or at a water park, and my kids are no exception. During the summer, they go to my in-law's house at least once a week and enjoy swimming in their pool. In our local town, there are a few places to enjoy a good swim, including a water park named Pelican Bay and the YMCA just down the street from our house. Now, the YMCA is great. They not only have a full-size Olympic swimming pool, but they also have a recreational pool. The recreational pool has four or maybe five swimming lanes that are half the length of an Olympic pool. They have a lazy river, a wading pool, a sitting pool, and a splash pad. Oh, and it also has a really big water slide. And the water slide starts on the inside of the building, swirls around to the outside of the building, and then brings you back inside where it deposits you into a small pool of water. 
And since the YMCA is so close to our house, we normally choose to go there instead of Pelican Bay. Now, our kids like both places, as I said, and they really love the two big water slides that Pelican Bay offers. But Carrie and I, well, we like the fact that the pool at the YMCA is indoors, and we can also spend time on the running track while we're there. But even though both of our kids have had a great time on the water slides at Pelican Bay, our daughter Addison found the slide at the YMCA to be a challenge. We first visited the YMCA earlier this summer. Carrie spent most of her time on the track while the kids and I enjoyed the pool. As soon as they opened up the slide, Colby headed to the top and took the plunge, and I was right behind him. We both enjoyed several trips down the slide. We tried our best to convince Addison that it was fun, but she was not having any of it. We swam a bit more and had fun in the lazy river in the sitting pool. We raced each other down the swimming lanes, and after a while, Colby and I decided to get on the slide again. Once again, we tried to talk Addison into coming with us, and once again, she refused. No matter what I said to her, she refused to go down the slide After we got home, we tried to convince her that she had missed out on a lot of fun by not going down the slide. She eventually cracked just a bit, but still indicated that she was not going to go down the slide. Last week, we went to the YMCA again. As we talked about what activities we would do there, I once again tried to get her to work up enough courage to go down the slide. I just knew that if she would go down the slide one time... That would be enough to ease her fear and enjoy the slide over and over again. We put our belongings into a locker and headed out to the pool. I tried to encourage her to join us on the slide, but I had no luck. Fortunately for her, the slide was closed. Instead, we splashed around in the swimming lanes and had a brief race. But after a few minutes, the slide opened up. Colby and I immediately headed for the top of the slide, But then he paused and said something to his sister. I'm not sure what he said, but whatever it was, it worked. She followed us to the top of the stairs. A moment later, she was sitting in the pool of water at the top of the slide, waiting for the lifeguard to give her the word to go. She grabbed a hold of the bars on the slide, gripped them tight, and when the lifeguard said go, she was off. A moment later, she emerged at the bottom of the slide, wiping water from her eyes, wearing a huge smile and erupting with laughter. As quickly as she could, she headed right back toward the staircase to take another turn on the slide. And for the next 30 minutes straight, we all three took turns going down the slide, emerging at the bottom, climbing the stairs, and sliding down again. It was fantastic. Here's what I learned. Fear is natural. Most of the time, it protects us. However, sometimes it holds us back from something amazing. Now, I know fear. When I quit my job of 19 years to start my own company, I think I felt a little bit like Addison did. Think of it this way. In order to get to the slide, a journey would be required. On her way to the staircase, she had to be careful not to slip on the tile floor, and once she got to the stairs, she had to navigate them one step at a time, being careful not to slip, skip a step, or stumble. 
Once she navigated the stairs, she found herself at the mouth of the slide, and this was the moment of truth. Standing at the top of the slide was an accomplishment of sorts, but it's also sort of a limbo position. It's a spot between where she once was and where she wanted to be. And in that limbo spot, she had two choices. Go back down the stairs or stare into the dark tunnel of the slide, approach the launching pad, and take the plunge. That's certainly how I felt as I walked toward my boss's office with my resignation letter in hand. As I spoke with him and worked the conversation toward the moment when I would hand him the letter, I knew that I could still back out. I could compliment him on his tie or something and then go back to my office. No way. I knew what I had to do. I had to take the plunge. So what was it like after I gave my resignation? Well, just like the water slide, of course. I started off with some momentum, but it was still a little slow. It was dark, unfamiliar, and uncharted in my brain. And then, without warning, I hit a curve. It sloshed me around and threw water in my face. But it gave me momentum, and I liked that. And then another curve came, and more momentum came with it. As far as I'm concerned, I'm still heading down the water slide completely unaware of when the next curve will come, and I definitely haven't reached bottom yet. Of course, it's not a perfect metaphor, so hopefully I never hit the bottom. But here's what I know. Whether you're a 37-year-old husband and father of two that's risking a career to start a new business, a 12-year-old girl intimidated by a big water slide, or something in between, what is your obstacle? What is it that fear is keeping you from doing? What is it that you've been wanting to do, dreaming of saying, yearning to explore, or desiring to let go of? I have three words for you. Take the plunge. You'll never know what's on the other side of your fear if you let fear conquer you. You can do it. Take the plunge. I'm Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. I want to invite you to be a part of the Friday Forum. The Friday Forum is your chance to share stuff that you have learned with me and the rest of the listening audience. Maybe it's a plunge that you have taken. I would love to hear those stories of inspiration and those daring choices that you have made and where they have led you to today. Whatever it is, call 304 304- 837-2278 and leave your story on our voicemail system or head over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback and there you can either type out your contribution, upload an audio file, or use the SpeakPipe widget to record your contribution. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes by going to goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes.